0: Chris Paul gets in, another wide-open three. Pierre Cardin. first <laughs> the Booker for the long jumper. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, yeah we working for that championship ring. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. No. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. P-H-O-E-N-I-X. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah. Yeah, we working for that championship reign. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. Chris Paul bring a dinner with the dish. D Book on the corner with the switch. We the valley, hating with the dunk. Pulse now out the crowd, getting pumped. We the best, I ain't talking about Cali. Who's next? Never winning in the valley. Can't wait for that championship rally. Send them home, send them back to Cali. Stand up. Down for the Suns, put a finger in there, air we number one P-H-O-E-N-I-X, Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship ring We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing P-H-O-E-N-I-X, Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship ring We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing
1: In 1988, a naive 10 year old boy wanted to jump on a bandwagon that was the NBA. All of his friends were talking about a TV show on Saturday mornings, especially a little segment called NBA Action. He started watching, hoping to see a team of his own. All his friends followed the Lakers, the Celtics, the Bulls. He saw a young rookie by the name of Kevin Johnson in a top 10 play of the week at number four pull off a tricky circus shot. He was impressed. KJ was such a little fella. He decided that he would follow that team, the Suns. The next year, his love grew as a big man. Tom Chambers soared above Mark Jackson for a two-handed jam. And things only got better from there. Enter the 1993 season. The Suns were unstoppable. Well, almost, almost unstoppable. An unknown fucking drool hit a three to bury our, our title chances. It's now 28 years later, and the Phoenix Suns are back. Back in the NBA Finals, back where we belong. Rally the fucking valley. There we go, boys.
2: <laughs> that was beautiful, God. Gav.
1: What a fucking win.
2: That fucking was beautiful, wind. man. Honestly, well, you I, were kind of
1: right. Yeah, I said today, lots of tears, lots of cheers. Um, there was a hell of a lot of fist pumping going on. Um, there's probably going to be more of that tonight. Um, but... Overall, just, just just magnificent. Ash, welcome along. What did today's win mean to you?
3: Hey, uh, thanks for having me back, gents. You guys keep bringing me back after wins, so I'm really enjoying this. I don't have to come and talk about how disappointed I am. Um, what did today mean to me? Um, i put this hat doesn't, you know, might not mean anything to anyone else, but to me, this is a Tennessee Volunteers hat. Um, that my lovely aunties from Atlanta, believe it or not, actually sent me. Um, she's the actual reason I'm a Phoenix Suns fan from way back in the day when I was a little fella, probably eight or nine years old. and um, She bought me and my two brothers a jersey each. Uh, my brother got a, a Jordan, my other brother got an O'Neill, and I got a Barkley jersey. And from that day on, I was hooked. Um, and it was just Phoenix Suns. So, um, yeah, it's, that's been... You know bordering on 30 years now, and um, the Phoenix Suns mean as much to me as my football team does. Um, you know, I just I, I can't put into words, I'm speechless today, absolutely speechless. Um, and and an absolute privilege to, to share it with you, blokes. It's been great.
1: Oh, we we did enjoy the uh, the Facebook chat call, it was only me and you, but <laughs> i tell you what, we were both we both had the tears in the eyes, and we enjoyed there were, it. it was great. There were some rubs, <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of. A little bit of that. And then Ash went, oh, I've got... No, I think I've got to go and look after the kids <laughs> and hung up. I think it was just about to get... Uh, Turned into a complete blubber and mess. But, you know, he was...
3: AKA <laughs> tissues.
1: That's it. All right, Hamay, what about you, mate? What does today mean to you? I, I saw your picture of you driving the truck. What's it mean to you?
2: Uh, no, um, kayfabe, I, I wasn't driving while I was filming, no. Um, <laughs> look, um, to... To sort of echo Ash's sentiment, you know, um, obviously got into the the basketball and the Suns because of my dad, Jimmy. And, um, yeah, he come home this one day and we've always talked about how hard it is to get Phoenix merch in Australia. And I've still got the jersey to this day. It was the purple Barkley. Um, but it was that much of a knockoff. It doesn't say Barkley. It says Phoenix on the back of it. <laughs> um, but it's got number 34 and um i've still got it and and the whole streaking sun has worn away um but it's just a constant reminder you know he sat me down he goes check out this guy you know sir charles and he's like you know dad was always a a lakers fan magic johnson <laughs> fan um you know he showed me everyone he showed me kareem he showed me magic he showed me a lot of people man but the The attraction to the suns has just always been, I don't know if it's the colours or I think Cable said about the name, Phoenix just sounds cool. Um, But I honestly, I said to my missus maybe two years ago that this, I don't think I would have ever seen this ever. It's um, special, special. It's so special, man. So special.
1: Absolutely. And uh, of course, everyone's favourite technician who can't get <laughs> his background
4: right, Cable, what's this mean to you, buddy? Uh, yeah, it means a lot. It's, um, there's a lot of emotion with it. There's a lot of thoughts going through my head. It was one of those days where luckily I could watch it from tip-off right through. Um, at one point, I was, I was probably about five minutes behind because I got stuck. I had to sort of prepare a meal. So I thought, well... There's no harm, it's still early, I can pause a game, not be in the chat, and then catch up at a timeout, and I was really quickly caught up, not long after anyway, so, um, yeah, just, yeah, it was one of those days too, I was like so excited, I started watching a bit of ESPN afterwards, and all the after stuff, and then, then had the opportunity to quickly put on the solar panel, and listen to their sort of live YouTube sort of stuff, so, yeah, but it was emotional. It was it was weird because I, I could see in the chat, you know, a few guys like saying they were crying when when the game is well and truly over. But it wasn't till um, they actually won, and then I saw Chris Paul, and that I actually I didn't I wasn't bawling quite like Ash, but yeah, I was I, I was a bit tearing up. Even my daughter was like looking at me funny, like "Are you crying?" kind of thing. So, um, and well, like we're I had, going to
1: I going to the finals. <laughs> I had visitors over who did exactly the same. Like we, I had my mate over who's a builder had his kids. My missus decided to fucking film me crying. Thanks for that, wife. I can't mate. wait to
2: see that. I cannot. But that wait ain't going to nowhere. I already got hold of her phone <laughs> and I
1: got rid of we'll, it. Um, we'll find but, out. But my daughter, my daughter found out, so she bolted outside, grabbed everyone from outside. They've all come inside. And gone. What are you crying about? But I was the same, mate. I, I, it was when Chris Paul came off the court. Um, that's when it, it really, when they took Paul George and everyone
4: off.
2: Yeah. Chris
1: Paul came off and he was just walking around. Yeah. That was It's, for me. it's, it's funny, like, it.
4: and, Gav, you would know this being an uh, AFL fan, that sometimes in grand finals when the game's sort of done and dusted, the, you know, the coach will try and get the stars to get back on the field so they can actually be on the ground when the game's finished. But it was the opposite for me today. I'm like, when the game was done and dusted, it was cool to, you know, think we could have Chris Paul and that out there, but, I kind of was like, well, hang on, there's been so many injuries and bad luck for a lot of teams in this playoffs, including us to a point. It's like, yeah. we don't need any more injuries. Get them off. When it was about three minutes to go, I'm like, get them off, get them off. And then I think, yeah. I don't know when the changes came because I know they pulled uh, Paul George and their guys off. And I feel like we still went for another minute before we put sticks in and everyone in. I'm like, that was even, to me, it's too late. I was just so nervous. Like, get these guys in cotton wool and get them off. <laughs>
2: And- well, Monty I think, must have so, known that man because Dev <I think Walker> <they all> put his <came> face mask back on. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think they all came off when George and that came off. Oh, they did. Yeah, okay. But I would have, I would have liked them to come off when the Pat Beverly shit happened.
4: Yeah, because that, that
1: was that was straight away where you sort of and and I when I was actually watching that, the Clippers weren't out of the game when he did that dumb shit. Mm. Um, so uh, it was. It was sort of then that I knew the Clippers were cooked, I suppose, um, and I, I sort of went, you know what? We're not going to lose that much if you take Chris Paul out of the game now. Book, fair enough, but maybe take Chris Paul out of the game. Cameron Payne, he can go in and cover that those minutes. Um, they're not, they're not going to close down that much. I mean, I wouldn't have put Sticks and um, Etwan and all these guys in, but I would no, have taken. I would have taken uh, Nader. We'll talk about that in a minute too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but look, just a just a phenomenal day. I mean, so emotional, yeah, so man. fantastic, kids for big big Phoenix Suns. And people don't understand how much uh, Australians in particular, and for those um, for our Yankee brothers and sisters that that might catch this pod, you don't understand how much Australians buy into sport. Um, mm. We all do it when, when we get our teams. Th- we stick fat. We we we're not jumpers. We mm. do, you know we, I do have mates that follow s- certain players because um, the whole American thing. But reality is
4: that we're massive supporters, and
1: and when we buy
4: in, we buy in. You
1: know, if we I'm I'm, the sport, I'm or glad or... you
4: brought the, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, over the years, I've had mates that have had you know I've still been you know fans of certain players. Like I've, I've always loved Dirk and Whiskey. I just think. What he did yeah. in Dallas was fantastic. I've liked other players. And then there's been times when I have gone for Dallas when Marion and Kidd were there, when we are out of it. You know, you want to see them do well as former Suns players and that sort of stuff. But I've always stuck fat. I picked a team and I feel like this generation, just they pick and choose. They just go where LeBron goes. Oh, I'm a Lakers fan now. Oh, no, I'm with Cavaliers. And there's no – a lot of kids these days don't stick fat and see it through. And I know it's hard to go for a team like – it is hard to go for a small market team, whether it is the Bucs, the Suns, um, you know, some of those smaller teams. It just can't hold Memphis. on to their good – yeah, to hold on to their really good players because they get poached by the big teams, whether it's New York, Chicago, of course the Lakers. Now the Clippers are sort of in that mix because who wouldn't want to live in LA? Um, but I'm sort of proud of the fact that I stuck with my team and and saw ten yes. years hit. Um, and look, before that 10 years, and even to a point, um, I think th- during the coverage, they said we played 290 well, – or we won 290 game sixes or something like that. Most successful side to never have won a uh, championship. And we were for a long time before that. We were the most winningest side without winning a championship. Yep. So, um, no, it's – yeah, like the emotion – there's a lot of emotion because I think for a long time, even when we were competitive in the Nash years and even in the Barkley years – it was the Western Conference has always been hard. And, you know, you, you come up against the Lakers, then you come up against Dallas when they come, they're on the up. Uh, Houston we've always been a good side. Back when Sean Kemp and Gary Pate were running around at, at Seattle, like we've always had this really tough competition. I think we just lost Gav, um, but it's um, yeah, it's great to sort of finally get there and actually have our opportunity. Yeah, it would be great to be. No meet. doubt. It'd be great to beat the best of the best, but you know what? At the end of the day, whoever it is, Atlanta or the Bucks, if they come in injured, well, bad luck. We just got to not take our foot off the pedal. We're just going to look at the prize that's on offer and, and want to win it hard, you know, want to win it the most and, and get the job done. Um, going back to actually the point you talking about, that um, Phoenix jersey you had of Charles Barkley, I've got the same one, I've still got it um back then this is a funny thing does no, it say well,
2: barkley or phoenix no no
4: it says phoenix but it it's not a knockoff oh, wow. sport sporting i don't know the first few runs of teams that came out when they did come out even the shack one the first edition of shack actually had magic on the back as well i don't yeah, know right, why okay. i don't know why i think there must have been something with licensing they weren't allowed to put the players names on mm-hmm. it or maybe there's some sort of players bargaining agreement but then in subsequent, I've seen people with the Barkley one and then obviously my brother had the one that actually had O'Neill on the back and some of the players had it. But then we also know Barkley's always had a funny kind of career in that he's never been in the video games or um, a lot of other no, stuff. So I, he's... I,
2: if you look into why that is, I, I kind of understand and respect why he's not going to do that. But That's for another mm. pod. But just to continue on what you were saying before, the Jersey, sorry, mate, about, um, you know, being fans and that, and it's, it's especially in the last, probably let's go eight years. Um, I'm pretty sure I could be completely wrong with my outstanding memory, but the year before we drafted Devin Booker, did we not draft at number 15, a bloke called Kendall Marshall? Oh, supposedly going to save our franchise and this and that. And now I think he's playing for Guangdong ducks or whatever the hell they are. Um, (laughs) But, like, we've been there, like, with Book. You know, we, we've been there, and he has stuck with us as much as we've stuck with with PHX mm. and with Book, man. And it's just it, – it feels like it's ours. Like, fans, it still feels like it's ours, and I've never experienced anything like this in my life, man. Never. But I, I, I was
4: going to say, incredible. like, take the, take the Chris Paul stuff out of it. But if we go on to win – You couldn't think of a better bloke – no, well, you couldn't think of a better bloke to win in book in that he stuck fat. He could have easily done the two years, three years and gone, nah, this place is shit. And that was – it's always been the rumour that he was – oh, no, he's going to New York, he's going here and he's going to get post here and he's stuck fat. And you can – look, all these other guys that suck up – and look, I understand. You don't want to get drafted and and feel like you're in a no-win situation where you're the only star player and and you're never going to win – but so many players just don't want to work hard. They want to give up and go, oh, I'll all go play with LeBron in Miami, or I'll go here to win a Champions League or I'll just go to Golden State because they're on the up. Like
2: do the easy route.
4: Booker will be remembered again if and hopefully fingers crossed we win, win four more games. I think Booker's legacy is even bigger because he he worked through the difficulties Definitely. with a couple of coaches, um, a lot of spuds that he played with. Um, and and just to work hard and go, you know what? I'm going to make sure I'm going to bring a championship here. You know, rain. You know what? Look, I don't want him to ever leave, but I mean, I'm sort of if we if we can win one, hopefully two, even more. Like if he wants to do something else later in his career and, and move somewhere else, so be it. But I think I don't know. I just think it's a huge pat on the back for Devin Booker to be
2: tens away again. Kendall wants to lay ahead at night.
4: Yeah. yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, oh, look, couldn't
1: agree more. And thanks, I'm back. A bit of internet trouble, but I'm back. Um, I've A lot of narratives I've listened to over the last, especially the last couple of weeks. Number one, you can't win. Uh, if the Suns win, it's an empty title because uh, Anthony Davis was injured, Jamal Murray was injured, blah, 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 blah. blah. Who gives a fuck? Uh, I, I heard something on a pod today, which was spot on. Best thing I ever heard. The Boston Celtics won in 98, something like that. Um, oh, what? Oh, oh, hey. Welcome. Hello, boy, hey. boy, oh, what what's going on, audio? mate? Um, the Boston Celtics won. Um, welcome along, Boyd.
2: How do you do, boys? What's going there on? There he is. About ten think, minutes late, bro. But welcome.
5: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Better um, better than ever. The roosters, the roosters are getting pumped.
3: So i yes. um I've, no oh, fuck cares. it. Is, uh, today's a good day.
1: Oh, that, yeah. uh, I've got. I got no idea what. You, I got no idea what you're talking about, anyway. Melbourne um, storm is smashing the roosters. <laughs> the boy, oh, Boyd's. Yeah, he's back. The the Boston Celtics won when Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, all of those guys were there. They won a chip. They they won their first round game against the Atlanta Hawks in seven games. That that Atlanta Hawks side was sub 500. Does does anybody ever remember the fact that they were pushed by that Atlanta Hawks side? Does anybody remember the fact that they beat the Chicago Bulls in the second round? Nobody remembers this in 15 years' time. The only thing people are going to remember is it's the true. Lakers tried to build a super team, the Nets tried to build a super team. Those two sides were, uh, while well, the Clippers, Clippers tried to build a super team, the, those three sides were supposed to be the sides in the finals. The Phoenix Suns did it the right way. That's all hmm. people are going to remember in 15 years' time. And that's, I mean, so,
2: grinding, yeah. man. Just grinding. so Lakers,
1: Lakers fans, Clippers fans. Um, alternate fans who whoever wants to fucking mouth off, fuck you. This will be one of the all time classic victories of any franchise in NBA history. In when people are talking about it in 10 years' time,
2: you know what? I can't wait to hear in like a year if that. What if I told you? Yeah, and then a story about the Suns.
4: Well, it's, it's funny that you bring up the whole asterisk thing because I know some people throw that out there in a lot of sports, um, especially, you know, with COVID in AFL last year and even the rugby league. People, Oh, there's a bit of an asterisk on this because teams had to play in hubs and all that sort of stuff. But te- technically, I would always say the Lakers last year should have an asterisk, like, for fuck's sake. But no one complains oh, about yeah. that. Um, yeah, look, let's be honest. We're not potentially, if we go on to win, we're not playing the best of the best because they have been some sides that unfortunately have had some terrible injuries. Um, they have. but No doubt. But, but like you're saying, like the Asterix things is really interesting because how many people – remember the shortened lockout season and there was a, supposed to be an Asterix next to that? Everyone forgets that. I know it was San Antonio yeah, right. won that year. Antonio, but they, yeah. But they went on to prove that they are a good side and Popovich is yeah, a good coach. Right. So, yeah, uh, and then you could also argue Houston Rockets were a great side when they won back-to-back. But you go, well, the Asterix with Jordan – Retiring and not wanting to play yeah. and do baseball. I'm like, well, doesn't that? But no one talks about that anymore. It's always just like Houston no, Rockets don't. were the best side, so no one cares about that stuff anymore. Mate, and I've the, had the other, the other and... point.
2: Sorry, the other Gabe, point. Go
4: ahead. Oh, no, you're right. Sorry, mate. Um, the
1: other point I had there is the Lakers are, are saying, well, Anthony Davis was injured. That's your fucking fault for recruiting a bloke who's injured all the time. Yeah, Kyrie Irving was injured for the Nets. Your fault. The bloke never plays. He's sometimes he falls off the end of his flat Earth. Um, <laughs> Jamal Murray, fair enough. But the Nuggets are no, that's, gets a no that's super team. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is always fucking injured. Guess what? In the clutch, Phoenix man. Suns. The Phoenix Suns recruited Chris Paul. That was always a risk. Everybody seems to be forgetting that Chris Paul played two games where he couldn't dribble. Missed two games from from COVID. Yeah. Um, Played and scored 41 points with a, a wrist injury that he's had MRI'd.
2: Look, yesterday, everybody, yep.
1: the point of uh, of the season and the reason the NBA season goes so long is it is a war of attrition. If you can't keep your players fit, that's your problem. Now, yeah, before we talking, move on... Oh, man, you're
5: talking to my soul. My, oh, I love it, Boyd. My, my view's um, 100%. And wasn't it just LeBron James last season that said... That yeah, this this does have um, his championship did have an asterisk next to it. It was the hardest one because of all the COVID shit and That's right. and, oh. and all that shit going on. So so man, we've just won a really hard one. Oh, we just won. Right. Shit, We're about to win the big hard one. Yeah. That's right.
1: So, so before we do move on though, we now that you're on board, we uh, first thing we did was spoke about what it meant to us um, to be in the NBA Finals again. We want to give you the crack to do that too.
5: Well man it's been so long
1: and then yeah
5: just uh man was, well well i became a fan in uh 92 and i saw i saw a lot of people throwing up their their, their stories about um how they became a fan and how long they've been a fan for but uh, i yeah i love I
1: was, that Aussie Suns fans well done
5: yeah mm. yeah, it's, yeah yeah we should um keep that going because it's always good to to you know to hear a bit about someone's um coming into the Phoenix Suns world. So, yeah. So mine was back in '92, and honestly, it was um, it was for Barkley. It was um, it was around the, it was
2: the '92 Olympics,
5: was it? Um yeah, dream Shane,
2: team, yep. Barcelona.
5: You know, Shane Hill and Barkley going yep, at it. Yep. And um, and I think uh, uh Barkley won MVP that year but yeah, that sort of got me into the NBA that, that year. And I was just, I was just sold on it, man. And then we, you know, we took on Jordan and the Bulls and everyone loved Jordan because he just, he made the sport global. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just, um, from that, from that point on, I was just a young fella, but, um, yeah, then, then there was um, some tough years after he left, of course, and moving into the Nash era. So, you know, and it was always, uh, we, we were never good enough on the defensive end, right. Yeah. To, um, to get over the line to get through the playoffs, right? So, um, yeah, but then you know, then 10 years of just um, of, of fucking 11 years of nothing, and yeah, man, it was um, oh man, we're, we're not there yet, we're not there yet, but fuck, we've we've come a long way, man, it's been a actually, lot of years, um, yeah, yeah, it means a lot, actually.
4: Boyd brings up a good point for a long time. There, the one weakness I think we always had, no matter how good we were. We never had a decent center, and now we've got Da, and he's just lit it up. And that's maybe that's what the, the difference is. I mean, even I remember Barkley would keep asking, "He goes, get me a center to play with someone, yep. get me someone decent, or Don't I'm gonna keep walk." Playing
2: him. with Cedric Zabalas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> or Oliver. I Miller. think
1: I think Chuck had Mark West, who was a yeah. solid center, yeah, but nothing nothing spectacular. All right, we're gonna we'll go in and we'll touch on DA and everybody else um, in a second, but has everyone got a <clears> beer? No, I don't. try July. Oh, bear, bear all right. Get no, off.
3: It, Jesus. All right, I'm gonna on, Ash, well, Get a drink. Get a
1: Coke or something. I was going me, for I was give
2: going a one Twitter minute video. I'll go
3: and get a drink.
1: And
2: oh,
3: cable, geez. that
1: almost looks that almost looks like a beer cable, so you can run with that. Mm-hmm. But I think that we have to do, if there's ever a chance for us to run a Twitter with Aussie Suns fans' Twitter handle, at um, Aussie Suns fans, for those of you who are out there, we need to do a chugging with the fellas. Oh, 100%. Um, and we have to get it out there because right crash, now we man. are. We are all sitting here. Well, look, I can only do half a beer, so... but.
0: All, we Ash? are
1: all sitting here. We are with the fellas. So fellas, we're gonna I'm gonna film this on my phone as well. We're gonna do a uh chugging with the fellas for our Aussie Suns fan Twitter handle. Get it on. Let's go. <laughs> oh.
3: Good.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Shameless plug. Dayton's beers Love your work, boys. Had to cool. do a chugging with the fellas. All right, let's get on to it. Gang. I'm gonna I'm gonna set the tone here before I start throwing it around to you for uh, four gentlemen. Number one, Chris fucking Paul. Number two, Devin fucking Armani Booker. <laughs> Number three, DeAndre, motherfucking <laughs> eight. Number four, Tory, fucking animal, Craig. DC. Number five, Jay, fucking three-point crowder. Showed oh, up. His, what a fucking effort. Boy, give give me something on what what your thoughts were on today's game.
5: Oh, I love, I love the fact that um uh, even us Aussie Suns fans Who are positive as fuck right So we fucking How many times have we dropped the ball on Crowder And he's just stuffed it right back in our face And he's just fucking gone He's gone fucking one from seven One from seven, Two from nine And now he's six from seven And fucking yeah, 70% I think At, at, at once like at halftime 70% from three Five, five he,
1: from seven He was fucking yeah. He makes us all look stupid, and he fucking um, and he
5: fucks all our multis, But um, it's beautiful, man. <laughs> that's that's what I, that's what I, that's what I love about that guy. Oh yeah, what the uh, one thing that we were right on. Um, um, it took a little while for you to come around, Gav. But the Abdel Nader shit, Tori Craig got the better of the minutes side of things um, over Nader, I think, um, um, today, and it paid oh, off. Young.
1: Hey, well, Tori Tori right. played thirty one minutes and. And I listened we to fine. a I listened to a pod where they were talking about um, the fact that Tory probably wouldn't have got those minutes if Cam Johnson wasn't out. But Tory fucking Craig destroyed Paul George. That was so, a lock.
5: That's um and you know, I, I think you posted up at one at one point there he had fucking one rebound and zero zero, zero points,
1: zero. yeah, zero, zero six, was, one rebound.
5: He, he was integ. He was an integral part of that lead that you we had should. at the at that point. And it's not. It's you. You, you remember them games with. Um, you see PJ Tucker's. Um, you know lines with the Suns, and he had shit numbers. But he was a fucking. He was a glue guy. He was an energy yeah. guy, and he, and he and he locked people down. And that's what we needed. That's what we needed. I mean, we had Paul George in the previous game hitting. Um, you know a forty point game and and absolutely annihilating us and. We needed someone a tough body to get in there, get in front of him, and just throw him off his game, and he did it. And the other the other chumps couldn't couldn't beat us. So, man, Abdel Nader, okay, he's um, you know, he's a, he's a fast, he's a wingy type guy. He can switch all that sort of stuff. That's that's all right. He's just not that physical presence that Tory Craig is. And man, we need <laughs> him. Boy, we were all right when we fucking got him. We got him in there and um. Um, I, I think Monty must be listening to us because uh, because <laughs> we were big on getting Tory back in and he
1: came in and he fucking he yeah, did I a gave, job. I, I gave Monty, Monty
2: on the daily, and yeah, he definitely yeah, is.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I gave it, I gave him a fair old fucking spray yesterday. I called him <laughs> for the day, um, yes. Yeah. But, but reality is that Tory was a bigger, stronger body, stayed in front of Paul George. That Ooh. was, uh, and if it wasn't for Chris Paul scoring 41 points and having eight assists and fuck all turnovers. Tory Craig was our best player. Yeah, um yeah. he and and it was the most impactful 3.8 rebound game you'll ever see in your life. Well, here's here's an, here's another thing. And um Damn,
5: on cool. top of, and just to just to just to double down and you know, um Chris Chris Paul, you know, his numbers said it all, but Between um, Paul and Booker, they they that game that we lost last game, um, they struggled to get to that second option. Um, They worked it. They worked out our plan A, and our plan B just wasn't happening. The play was breaking down, and these these guys did a really good job as to you know when when they when we did get cut down, um, you know they they kept it going and they got it to the guys. You know the role guys to um you know to keep it going for us. So I think um I think I think that's a that's a big testament to Monty as well. He would have had to really have, you know, um, gotten in their ears and told them, you know, you know you you got to keep the play going after you know your first your first attempt fails. So I think um he got a bit of a bad rap Monty um by you Gav, but I think he um I think he I think he came back and he done it right this game.
1: He he gave me a big fuck you. What are your thoughts, bud?
3: Um, very much very much similar to Boyd's. I think um, Tory Craig's probably going to finish this game as probably our most important player. I think it was a very clear directive that he was going to go to PG, obviously, from the start. And um, What a game he played. Um, yeah. I, CP3, what can you say? Um, that I think the commentators after the game were saying... Um, this was his greatest game ever. Not his best game, but his greatest game he's ever played from someone that's been and done what he's done. Um, he'd done that on the Phoenix Suns game six and took us to the finals. Um, yeah, I, it was another pretty clinical effort today. I think we, um, like Boyd said, Monty coached Ty convincingly. Um, what else? I think um, when Jay started hitting those threes at the start of the game... My nerves just settled because I've been calling him out all series and he's, he's been really poor. Um, and for him to come out today and he started hitting those threes, I just I just felt like we were going to win today. And we didn't look back. You know, they challenged us a couple of times and we just kept kept pulling away. It was like games one and two. We just had to an answer for everything they threw at us. Um, and it was a real, real pleasure to just walk away in the end and see Sticks throw down a dunk at the end. Bring
1: that on. <laughs> well, I did. I did enjoy um, that fact. And caves, I called it. I said Jay would be Game Six, Jay Crowder. Yep.
4: Yeah, you did. And, and look, I was hoping it was you were right. I just think he's he's been definitely, like I just said, really disappointing for this series. And when you're gonna have games and with ebbs and flows and games where Chris Paul's down and obviously you missed the first two and book can't get in, it, you need bridges. You need. Crowder, those guys, to step up and and uh, you know be involved and, and hit the scoreboard and and they just weren't doing that consistently enough and really apart from one game, I mean it was all on Da really being consistent. Um, you know when I sort of it's funny that Ash said about Crowder hitting the shots. When he hit those couple, I thought, oh geez, this is this is good. This is a good sign. Got off to a good start. But then when Cousins hit those two threes, there was one where Crowder just didn't even go to him. Like he kind of. Looked and then he goes, "Fuck it! I'm not going to go to him. I'm going to not. I don't know why he chose not to at least get a hand in his face a bit." And then the shot went down. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then it was with Saric hit back to back threes, pretty much. I go, "Hang on, we ain't going to lose." This game. <laughs> if super Dario. Well, it was but I mean, it was just to me. I mean, I know there's a lot of pieces and there was a lot of game to go, but you go, "Hang on, if Dario's is going to hit two big threes, we're kind of on. We if we look." <laughs> It just it, things are falling into place, so that's what the I way probably, the fouls
2: yeah. have been called on Crowder lately, though. He was probably a little bit too scared because, like we talked in Lod, in the last uh pod, he's uh, what one tech away from having to sit out again, so you know, he might have just been a little bit too scared.
1: Yeah, look, uh, that's, probably, that's probably true too, but um, I mean, look. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's um I, I thought I was really worried Jay cop another tech for the trip on Batum. Oh yeah. Um, I, I was mm. I was really worried. I didn't nice. think it was I didn't think it was a flagrant, but I thought he might have got the Demarcus Cousins treatment with the with the mm. tech that he with the elbow that he threw. Um and he was very, very lucky because I think he's two techs away still from a suspension, but, um, if he had a cop one yeah, today, Jesus
2: sure he's he's, one. is the only man. one.
1: Well, he should have, should have so. gone and fucking got himself suspended the last game or something. Um, but, uh, look, end of the day, Hamo, give us yours. Give us what you got on the game.
2: Oh, look, um, still fairly, um, numb, so to speak. Um, just incredible. Um, you guys mentioned Tory Craig, I thought he was very pivotal for what we did. Um, the main, main takeaway I have is about, I think it was about five odd minutes left in the third and we're up by 17 and I'm just sitting there in the truck, listen to it. And it's like, hang on a second. We might actually, we might actually do this today. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it still doesn't seem real. I'm sorry. Just still doesn't seem real. Um, I think everyone bowled out. Chris Paul, obviously, is just insane. Um, the emotion that he had afterwards, the stoicness of Monty Williams during all the press conferences and that, it just looks like he just went to church. He doesn't give a shit. You know, he's just... No emotion. You know what I mean? Like a little bit happy, but not like crazy emotion like the rest of the guys um, but yeah I mean it was it, it was beautiful man it was absolutely beautiful and I just I cannot wait for us to take the next team in either dare I say four maybe five
1: <laughs> so uh, from my perspective De- DeAndre Ayton was massive in this game especially early when we'd struggled so much on offense in the first couple of games or the last couple of games, he really just tied it all together. And I I actually put a comment on the chat group today um, about halfway through the first quarter that he was having such an impact that the Clippers defense was going to start to collapse in the paint. And it's exactly how it played out. And all of a sudden, with them collapsing in the paint, all of a sudden, Jay Crowder was on the outside. He had those opportunities. He had those shots. Um, Chris Paul hit two threes in the first quarter. Um, all of a sudden, we we were ticking those scores over. Um, we really exposed – what I really loved was we exposed the zone early in the first quarter, and they had to switch out of it. Um, we, we'd struggled against the zone for probably the, the last two games – um, but we picked it apart early and, and we went up uh, 15 to seven or 15 to five or whatever it was early. They switched back to a man on man game tied up, but that's when I really became a presence inside and, and just put the game on our terms and, and the tempo on our terms from the first quarter. We could see that we were just willing to push the ball. Um, that was massive for us. Um, I think that, the last couple of games we've really struggled to uh, get any tempo or any of the game on our terms. And we managed to do that really early. Um, and I think the trigger for that was when campaign came back in, or came into the game for the first time. We were, we were pushing the ball with Chris Paul on the floor, but as soon as campaign come in, um, unbelievably, we just spread the floor and we were moving the ball really, really quickly. Um, Overall, Jay, fantastic. Um, Tory Craig, we've already mentioned it. His defensive effort on Paul George was just phenomenal. Um,
2: should have been on him the whole series. Yeah, he should
1: have. Um, thank fuck, Monty listened to us and didn't give those minutes to Nader. Um, the uh, the DeAndre Ayton was huge. Devin Booker was just he was just Devin Booker really, um, book. but, but Chris Paul. My fucking god, that that last half performance was a man that was never ever gonna lose that game. He he was phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, if I got some, I might have some lag. I thought you
5: were gonna say something. There. Yeah. No, I just said yeah. He had thirty-one points in that in that second
1: half. Yeah, unreal. And- Incredible. And the best part was Patrick Beverly goes out, gives him the shove in the back like a fucking complete nut at all. Why? Because Chris Paul looked at him. You showed your true colours there, Pat Beverly. you fucking disgrace. I'd,
2: I'd really think. like to know what CP said to him, man, because someone threw it up on No, I don't, I don't think he said anything. Saying, Apparently
1: no, he didn't say anything. Apparently all he did was gave him a look.
2: Well, someone... Someone said something that was like, uh, enjoy Cancun or something like that. Um, but yeah, Patrick Beverly.
1: <laughs> well, uh, we're not running with fog this way, um, uh, fog of the day because it's a fucking fun, it's Don't a way down. There. And this Patrick is why you Beverley need to watch our YouTube
2: podcast, guys, instead of just our. <laughs> Our uh, Spotify or iTunes, <laughs> because you set see little things like this that make a big difference.
1: Um, reality is fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Um, we move on. Uh, fantastic to win the Western Conference Championship. We get another banner hanging in the, um, in the rafters out at uh, Phoenix Suns Arena, but there's only one banner that I want hanging in Phoenix Suns Arena. And Ash, who do you reckon we're going to play for that banner? I think Atlanta. I think they've probably been
3: the better fit. They actually surprised me just how good they are. Um, I think the only thing that might go against them is their lack of experience um, in regards to that sort of stuff. But um, they, uh, they're they young, they're hungry, they're just like us. Um, just not quite the same sort of veteran leadership. But um, they're dangerous, very dangerous. I think we match up better against Milwaukee. I'd probably prefer to play in Milwaukee. I agree with um, that. Yeah, I think uh yeah, but I, I think we're going to be playing Atlanta um only, only because of the Giannis injury. So, let's um let's let's cross our fingers that he's going to be okay to play again. That'd be that'd be a shame to see him miss the rest of the series.
4: All right, Capes, who do you reckon we're playing? Um I think they've already said Giannis is out, so um yeah, I kind of I was the, same. the series I'm, or just the series no, or just yeah, I think he's gone for the year. He's no, no, I think he's gone. I thought thought they said that he's gone. So, uh, I mean, I could be wrong. That could be the misinformation. But, uh, yeah, I kind of – Giannis is such a good player. It's so dangerous that, yeah, there's definitely a threat there. Um, But if he was to play – but, like I said, I think we matched up well against him all year, didn't we? Did we sweep them or we? Yeah. Again, two years in a row, I think. Two years in a row. Two years years running, yeah. So I think that there wouldn't have been any issues there with us, you know, taking them on. I think Atlanta, again, on paper, we should beat. But similar to the Clippers, I think there's something very um, unpredictable against uh, about the Hawks that I think could give us a bit of trouble. Like that's – you Want a predictable side to play against, and um, I think the Hawks are a bit of everything, so and they've got nothing to lose as well. They're very much like us, haven't really played playoffs for a while, or you know, you know, Trey Young and those guys haven't really played before, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's two young teams knocking heads, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I'd rather the Bucks. I, I feel like the way things are going out, probably be the Hawks that will be playing, boy.
5: Mate, so I think we're going to play the Bucks, but I would prefer to play the Hawks. And here's what. I uh, I'm scared of Middleton. I think he's fucking unreal. Um, that guy can just get hot. And ah, oh, Drew Holiday, man, he's fucking he's a backcourt guy. And he's a he's a lockdown defender, and I don't really want to see our backcourt have any um, Pat Beverly. Bloody uh, uh, flashbacks. Um, <laughs> I, I'd prefer, I, and I, I said it in the chat a little while ago. Is um, I prefer to see some um, some pick and roll on um, yours truly, fucking uh, Trey Young. Because man, that guy's a sieve. He's an absolute sieve on defense, and I, I think we can really make him pay. And John Collins is the fucking flog. He's a cancer, and I fuck, <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck John Collins. <laughs> but yeah, no look. I, <laughs> Worse, worse, look. I'd prefer to play the Hawks. I don't think we will. Um, he's got the um, Trey Young also has that uh, bone bruise on his hip, so he's going to be a bit shabby. He's not going to be at 100. percent But then again, you know, you you know. So if if you, Giannis does come back, he'll, he'll he'll yeah he he'll lose a step. Um, he's not going to be the same after that knee injury. So, but yeah, I just think um I think the Bucks uh the Bucks have a little bit more to worry about. But yeah, bucks, Fair bucks
1: call. in, uh, bucks in, bucks in seven. Fair call, Hamo. What do you think?
2: Who gives a fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> we we got this. Who gives a flying fuck? We've taken out the Lakers, right? We've taken <laughs> out, we swept the Nuggets. We took out the uh, the Clippers, despite what everyone wants to say. I had some dickheads message me today about. Oh, wouldn't been so good if Kawhi was there, or you know, you've still got to win four more. Fuck you all. You know what you are? Absolute flogs. All right. Seriously. I love it. I Don't a fuck who we face, mate? We got this.
1: Uh, I think honestly, I honestly think the rest of this uh, this matchup is a coin uh, toss. A coin toss. Um, that's because I chugged with the fellas. Or a, um, or
2: a coin toss. Doesn't or a time
1: cost. <laughs> um, I, I I honestly do believe that uh, either side can win this now, um, particularly if Giannis is out. Um, but reality is, I, I'm kind of with Ian. I think we can beat either side. I'm not real. I'm I'm not fussed either way which one we play. I think uh, spot on uh, with Boyd. What Boyd said, their guard rotation with Trey and Bogdan. Um, that is that's a lot of points right there. Um, if if we can get past that first line, which will be fairly easy because neither of them are great defenders, um, Chris Paul and Devin Booker at the elbow will do a hell of a lot of damage. I think from a guard defensive perspective, the Bucks are better. Um, and then obviously you have to try and contain Giannis. So if he does play, but. Um, uh, look, I'm going to take the Boyd and the Hamo um, and mix it together and say, "Who gives a fuck who we play? Um, we're in the NBA Finals again, and we're not playing Michael Jordan and John Paxson." Um, yeah. So uh, we're
2: in the that's, fucking that's the finals, video. guys! For and this side, him. this oh, side,
1: man. this side, and and I went on a bit of a spiel on the pod yesterday. This side finds ways to win. We may drop one, we may drop two, but we find ways to win. So, look, I'm really, really excited. I've put my leave in. Um, There's (laughs) going to be some fucking messy, messy days. There's no doubt about it. We've already put up a post about um, the first catch-up for game one um, and had a good response for Melbourneites. Um, So really looking forward to that. Everyone in Melbourne, if you're watching the pod... Um, once the, w- that game one's confirmed, try and get the day off, come out, let's all catch up together, have a few beers um, at a Sporting Globe, probably at this stage most likely Richmond um, and fucking run a mark with the Suns going up 1-0 in the first one um, apart from that boys fucking wrapped you guys could join me You none of, uh, apart from Ash, the rest of you were too weak to jump on the fucking Facebook chat um, when we were up and about, but uh, but love to having you guys on, especially with this. This is momentous. What twenty eight years since we've been in the finals, fucking long time. I've got the '93 jersey on. Um, I think Caves has got the '93 jersey on. Um, we got the Valley jersey. We got the Phoenix jersey. We got Boyd with his Valley gear on. Guys, let's get excited. Let's enjoy it. We're rolling in. And most importantly, fucking cheers to the Phoenix Suns. We're going to the finals, boys.
2: Going to the fucking finals, man. You.
1: As Chris Paul gets in, another wide open three. Suns.
0: Pierre Cardin. Suns. The first Booker for the long range jumper. P H O E N I X. Phoenix. Phoenix Suns, and you know we up next. Yeah, yeah we working for that championship ring. We the valley, it ain't nothing but a thing. So- H-O-E-N-I-X Phoenix Phoenix Suns and you know we up next Yeah, Yeah, we working for that championship reign reign. We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing thing. Chris Paul bring a dinner with a dish D-Book on the corner with the swish We the Valley, hating with the dumb Pulsarizing, now the crowd getting pumped We the best, I ain't talking about Cali Who's next, never winning in the Valley Can't wait for that championship rally Send them home, send them back to Cali Stand up if you're down for the Suns Put a finger in the air, we number one P-H-O-E-N-I-X Phoenix Suns and you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship ring We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing P-H-O-E-N-I-X Phoenix Suns and you know we up next Yeah, we working for that championship ring We the Valley, it ain't nothing but a thing